actually I needed a break also. But with that being said, um, we have a lot of things to talk about tonight. As you can see, the title is called Let's Talk, but I have one in particular, one thing in particular that I do want to speak on. Uh, but before we get into that, I wanted to let you guys know that we do have a one year anniversary coming up next week. Um, actually, yeah, next week. Damn, that, it, it came quick, didn't it? Like, shit. So the 23rd, we will be having a, I, I want to say it's going to be a docketless show unless Shan wants to go with a docket. It'll be Saturday night, the 23rd, to celebrate our one year anniversary on Stereo. Who knows? Stereo might even promote it on their Twitter page. Mm-hmm. Go go figure, right? Because they ain't done that in a while, but that's another story for another day. Um, basically, uh, we have been doing this show, give or take, at least once, more likely than not, twice a week for 365 days, giving you guys content nonstop. Um, for me, I counted, there have been 109 total shows that you and I have done. 109, which is insane to think about. Because I'm like, yo, when I st- basically we started at what, what was it, like 209 for me? And if I mm-hmm. count like twice a week, um, and then obviously some that we broke into two parts, that's over 100 shows that you and I have done together. So I don't know if we need to celebrate 100 shows or like just the one year. Either way, I- I'm very appreciative to have a co-host that is more consistent than me, for sure. So, <laughs> Shane, how are you doing? It's been a pleasure. Um, I'm good. I guess uh, Stereo did an update where I'm, I might have created the show but it's telling me i'm not the admin so i can't change the title so i guess that's on you that is that is nuts um again but that is the reality you... is i did do the setup so i'm like yeah, she... why are you blocking me yeah they they haven't gotten it right yet um clearly you can see like at the top it has that p and then it has the question marks i think they're working something out and that's completely fine. Stereo has actually, they've done a lot better than they did in previous months where we were just consistently asking them to fix things and they weren't. So at least they're trying. So shout out to them for actually getting some things right, even when, you know, most things aren't. Um, I don't know if you want to start with, you know, how you've been, how the last week has been for you. So, I mean, we can uh, actually let's do that. Let's start there. My last week. Uh, so my tubes are out. And um, I'm sore. It feels like I did hella ab work. Um, he who should should not be named thought they w- went through my pussy. And I was like, ain't nobody took my pussy. I said, he went through my <laughs> belly button and the sides of my stomach. He was like, oh, okay. And, um, but um, it's weird. It just, sometimes it's like really irritating, like when I'm driving or if I'm sitting mm-hmm. too long. Um most of the irritation is work not not being able to correct my leave correctly. So right now it's showing that I'm on PTO or short-term disability when I'm actually working and I can't do anything to my schedule, but I have to work mm-hmm. because they have two separate schedules. So that's annoying. Um, yeah. You caught me three minutes before I was beating my meat. I, um, oh lord! <laughs> I, well, you when we spoke earlier, I was already at Walmart, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought by the time I got home from Walmart, the chicken would have thawed out and I would have cooked it, but it was still frozen. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just clean the chicken." Um, 
defrost it, season it, and then marinate it for tomorrow. So the, as soon as I came in, the girls took a bath. I had to wash their hair, so that was a whole ordeal. So I did both of their hairs, cleaned the bathroom, washed the dishes, seasoned the chicken, and then, like, that's when, like, we started. So I have yet to do anything for myself. I am in my room, and Arya's probably going to pop in here every once and again, but yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, if you want, like, I have a lot to discuss when it comes to the actual podcast news. Um, mm-hmm. my, my weekend, I guess, to like talk about it, not really much happened. Um, the baby has started the transition to attempting to take off her own diaper. That shit's not been fun oh, yet. Um, I hate that face. Yeah. <laughs> um, luckily, it's just been like the, a wet diaper. I'm, I'm hoping she doesn't get too used to it. I knew something was weird because a couple weeks ago, she was like, she was reaching for the diaper, like she knows it's down there. So I was like, okay, I know she's she's reaching for the straps, but the pampers that we have are the ones with those two tabs on the side. So she doesn't yeah. know how to pull those off. What she does know how to do is use her force to pull the diaper forward. So then obviously mm-hmm. it comes off and then comes under, comes up under her. So she's in the playpen and this is before we're about to give her a bath and she decided that she was going to take it off before the bath because she hears the bath water running. No. So she, she takes it off and luckily it was just pee or whatever. And I was like, yeah, you know, it more, I guess what you call it, like it absorbs in the diaper. So nothing came out. But I didn't realize this because I was cooking dinner. And then I looked over and I was like, yo, why is she naked in there? And then she started doing that baby I may have to poop grunt. And I was like, no. nope stop cooking and put the diaper on her because yes um that, that's the face we're dealing you, with you put the diaper on her you put on mm-hmm. a onesie and you put on tights and then oh, see, if, I might have to she, if, if she really smart you put on jeans or baby mm-hmm. jeggings so she can't grab them but yeah oh yeah we, we definitely have the baby jeggings so i just you know I didn't know we like everything's happened in the, the span of like three weeks. Uh, Cause remember she was crawling like a month ago and we're like, Oh, well, you know, she'll figure out the crawling this thing between. Cause yo, little and, <laughs> yeah. All she does is, and she walks like my grandmother, which is like, okay, I know that's hereditary. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, now she's, and she's speedy too. And she has this little thing where when she gets tired of walking, she'll crawl until she can mm-hmm. find a spe- like a place to like get up but she doesn't need assistance anymore like she's figured out that her knees and her legs work so what she'll do is she'll sit down flat put her hands on the ground and then stand herself up i was like i'm in fucking trouble i'm mm-hmm. in absolute <laughs> i'm absolutely in trouble um outside of that uh the wife and i um we we really did nothing we went and got nando's which is a really good like you know peruvian like chicken spot we got some mm-hmm. chicken from there and naturally i didn't eat mine and I watched the Wilder fight on Saturday. Uh, hence, that's why we didn't have the show. On top of the fact that I couldn't think of anything, I had like a brain fart moment. Sunday, mm. I watched football, and then obviously Monday happened. Um, Monday, I had a meeting with my boss, and I was telling them that, "Yo, I need um, a significant pay raise, mainly because now is the time to actually start abusing the privilege of asking for a bonus and a raise at your job, especially if you've been working through the pandemic like Shannon and I. It's time to say, you know what?" Y'all want people to start coming into the office. You want us to be a little bit more cautious about things. How about that bonus? How about that raise? If they tell you no, then, you know, at least for me and my personal perspective, I'm giving them 365 days. If they don't give me the raise I asked for and demanded rather, then next year I'm going to be out. I feel like that's enough cover for me to figure out, like, 
what's my move for the following like you know 365 days um not really much else has happened um we googled like a halloween shop for like baby outfits and like baby costumes mm-hmm. it's too late <laughs> it's too late you're supposed to buy halloween costumes and i didn't know this in august um i thought that you can go and buy like halloween oh, costumes <laughs> you can but if if it's like a very popular one you're gonna mm-hmm. have to buy like at the beginning of this month like today i just got anya's costume because Ari Daddy got Ari's, and I think she's going to be trick-or-treating with her dad and his subdivision, so that's cool. And mm. it's just going to be now, being on you. Now, did you get that that parent email from the school about, like, Halloween candy and, like, you know, how you're supposed to check the candy? Because uh, no, they're putting, like, fentanyl no, and, like, the Smarties is- and shit. Where I go trick-or-treating with Anya is in the very bougie areas where they mm-hmm. put out the bucket of like king size candy and then be like take help yourself so ain't nobody doing all of that stuff and in the years that i've in the girls i've never came across anything you know funny okay all right well i mean it's not really much that's happened in the past like week or so um that we haven't had a show but just prepare yourselves accordingly the 23rd we will have a show um I can't depict how long that show is going to be. I just feel like Shan's going to have an Eddie. I'm going to have a drink. And we're just going to see where that show goes for that one-year anniversary. So, you know, before it, it, we even get there. Oh, what you say? It is after my appointment, so that, that might be a green light situation. See? And and look at that. The, the blessings are going to be coming in abundance. And who knows? Uh-huh. Shan, after, she she may be coming in abundance. We'll, we'll find that out the following Wednesday because, you know, It'll be story time with the podcast, but yeah. um, we, we have a little bit of like podcast news. I guess I can get into that um, really quickly. Facebook has something called an audio hub now. So it's similar to obviously Clubhouse and Twitter Spaces. They said that the Clubhouse style room is now available for all public figures and creators. Um, basically, they're trying to make a push into like being a competitor for Twitter Spaces and Clubhouse. Me personally, I don't know how I feel about Facebook having my audio. So I just, I wouldn't do that. Um, Mm. They say that you can do it through Facebook groups and you can have audio rooms. Uh, Basically, the company is testing the option to create audio rooms on Android as well. And you'll be able to listen to conversations on your desktop as well. That's a recipe for disaster. Um, Most of these audio, like these socially audio platforms, if you want to call it that, they're phone only because they aren't able to be recorded, but your screen can be recorded. You can record from your screen. So Facebook allowing like you to go in like clubhouse rooms or Facebook audio rooms on your computer recipe for disaster. I personally would just stay the fuck away from that. So why would you put your yeah, own yeah. Facebook on your computer that's at work? Exactly. But that's the thing though. Like I've seen a lot of like, my coworkers, even though there's only like four of us, um, they've started to do that though. Like a lot of us, like we use Clubhouse and stuff like that, but they're starting to put their social media on their work like computers. So they'll be logged into like Twitter. They'll be logged into Facebook. Like I wouldn't do that if I were you, but I mean, do your thing. Like if it's anything like my tech company that I used to work for, anything mm-hmm. that's on the internet, they tell you we could look at. Yep. <laughs> that's the thing. Half the time they're looking. 
Mm-mm. And I, I knew something was up. Like, you know how IT, like, they'll call you if there's, like, troubleshooting and they can, like, remote in. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll see my monitor, like, it'll, like, shift and move. And I'm like, yo, like, I know for a fact I didn't do that. Or you'll mm-hmm. see, like, like for us, we have something called Citrix. And Citrix lets you know if somebody's pinging in to your computer, mm-hmm. like, remotely. And sometimes I'll see it and it's like, okay, like, if you don't know if it's your boss or if it's IT just checking up on things. And the last thing you want to do is just have, like, filth on there. So, me, Ew. I just would advise people to, yeah. There are a lot of people who just, they'll use their work, like, what do you call it, like, their work issue, like, laptops and computers and stuff like that. And mm. be on X videos and shit like that, just no. doing all the filthy, nasty things. Have some boundaries. Nobody, I don't think they do. I do not think they do. But uh, last but not least on podcasting, actually, no, I have two more. I'm sorry. Um, we've talked about this before. Um, people have wondered if now is a good time to start a podcast. The correct answer is yes. According to this article, they're saying that, you know, is your idea for a podcast good enough? And the answer is your podcast is always going to be a good idea. It's best to get things out. Um, I feel like Shannon and I, we should do an episode on if podcasting can be considered a form of therapy. And the reason why is because that was question that was a question that was posed on Clubhouse, actually. Um, a lot of people were concerned that they started their platforms and their podcasts, but they're consistently on Clubhouse. And, you know, Baylor, you know, shout out to BTG, uh, BTG for president. He had mentioned that his podcast is kind of like his time capsule. And mm-hmm. a lot of people could benefit from recording their audio and their life in order to, you know, in a year or two or three, just listen to the growth instead of watching it through videos or through like pictures and things like that. Hearing the things that you say from like episode one compared to like episode like 200, you'll notice a distinct difference in yourself even if you don't give it to the public you can do a private podcast or you can do on red circle shout out to them you can do something called exclusive content where people would only be able to listen to it if they pay and if you give them the link so that would be a good way for people to just get their thoughts out and not be judged for them and it's like an audio diary so if you're thinking about podcasting that could be a form of therapy for you but hopefully in you know future episodes we'll get into that. But I'll I'll leave that alone for now. Um I wanted to shout out Gigi. She was on an episode of Everything Culture with Drake. Was um, so I'm good. actually Yeah, yeah. Um what were your thoughts on it? Because I haven't completely finished, but I wanted to hear your take on it. It was really good and really refreshing. Um she was very honest about, you know, shit that he she dealt with and how it it started like a shift in her and how she thinks and uh, what she does with her time. And the the thing that reminded me of like my mom about it is when she speaks, you would never think that that was something she experienced. Mm-hmm. My mom, because she has been um, ill most of her life. When you talk to her, you would never get that. When you see her, you would never get that until you see like her pill collection. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think it's very um, refreshing and if there's like anybody that feels like they something that is like ridiculous and I can't get better from this point they need to listen to the episode agree agree again shout out to both Gigi and Drake from Everything Culture 
that's actually on all the DSPs. So I listen on Overcast, but you can find it on like Apple. Um, I think it's on Spotify and like even Tidal has podcasts too. So they're on all those platforms. It dropped today. So you still have time to go listen to it, but he has a back catalog from everybody. So that one in particular, I'm going to get through by the end of tonight because I'm going to listen to that while I'm playing Madden after we finish the show. Uh, last but not least, when it comes to um, podcasting news, it's actually not podcasting. Shannon, I talked about this in like pre-roll about Twitter spaces. Now, we've used Twitter spaces rather like frequently when it comes to like talking to our friends and things like that. But they opened a program called Spaces Spark, which is an accelerator program that's supposed to last between three to six months. Found that out as well. So it says, the three-month accelerator is an initiative to discover and reward great spaces on Twitter with financial, technical, and marketing support. They'll give you things such as um, $2,500 a month, monthly ad credits to promote your spaces, and custom spaces swag. So I'm assuming more emojis, things like that. Um, this is a great way to actually build your brand. Um, they require, I think, 5,000 followers, but I'm sure it'll open up over time. So right now, if you're trying to, like, gain some traction if you're trying to find your tribe i would tell people to use twitter spaces as well it's a really good way to get your voice out there if you aren't really good with communicating with like people publicly spaces allows you the opportunity to mute when you want to be muted and talk when you want to talk and this little program that they're doing it's i feel like i'm going to use it like shannon i hopefully we use it um i know the sports desk we're going to use that as a result of it having like financial like gain from it uh can't really beat a free, you know, $2,500 every month. So that was my last little take on that. Um, you have until October 22nd to apply for it. Um, so you do that. You go to media.twitter.com forward slash spark. Now, let's get into it. If, if you want to, Shan. Um, it is up to you. Yeah. I just okay. can't change the title, which I'm irritated about. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, God. so I sent you a text a couple of days ago uh, about a show that I wanted to do. This was actually yesterday. And it was a text thread from, I guess, a guy and a girl. Um, but I don't know because there were no names on it. So it says dead emoji thoughts and then it pointed down. Um, and I'll just say white and blue for like the person. So actually, you know what? I'll go his and her because that's what it is. Um, the girl starts by saying, I just did it for some extra money during quarantine, but it took off, so I do it here and there. It's not porn, and it's fun. Don't judge me. The guy says, I don't judge anyone, but we're not going to dinner anymore. To which she responds, wait, why? Because I have a fucking OnlyFans? To the point where <laughs> he, sa <laughs> he says, no, I think it's pretty cool and entrepreneurial. I'm just not spending $200 and three hours of my night when I can see you naked for $6.99 now. She responds, oh my God, you dick. And that, I guess that's all we see from that thread. Two, um, Shannon, do you have any thoughts before I like get into it? Um, I don't think, here's the thing, I feel like women shoot themselves in the foot by sharing too much because mm -hmm. in all actuality she could have kept that shit to herself mm -hmm. and the dinner would still be happening his feelings would have been corner pocket and 
and the show will go on. Um, mm. And I'm, I have slowly learned that, girl, there's so much that could have been said that I did not say. Therefore, I'm chilling like a villain. You know what I'm saying? One, because a lot of times you don't owe the males that be demanding answers shit. And the next thing is, if a man chooses to switch up how he deals with you because of the choices you're making, then you need to take that on the chin because if it was vice versa, he can't tell you not to feel away either. He just want to make exactly. sure he's not being taken for a fool by what he's doing. Yeah. So. Like, like me, I guess I'll give like my initial thoughts and then I want to go into some talking points and then we'll have like people like comment and things like that. So when I first saw it, I was actually kind of offended that he had approached it like that. Like when I can see you naked for six ninety nine, because the first thing I thought was, well, that's probably where you met her. Like you, you probably met her in, in some capacity on social media and you knew she had an OnlyFans. But right. you, you know, you already had this inclination in your head like, yo, like I can get that easy. So why the fuck do I want to like, why do I need to take you to dinner if I can see you naked? I just know for a fact I'm attracted to you. Because that's what it seems like in that text message about, like, I'm just not spending $200 in three hours of my night. Now, you would definitely spend three hours of your night if she was fucking you, though. Like, that, that's where, like, I, I'm kind of at with the text message. Um, obviously, I'm going to play both sides because I have a lot of, you know, questions when it comes to OnlyFans and why people promote it in the manner that they promote it. But the fact that he's like, I can see you naked for $6.99, like, is there, like, a, a price where it's, like, too lowly of a person to actually do OnlyFans and like be an entrepreneur like that because I've seen it often we've talked about it in like Drake's uh Twitter spaces sometimes about like what would you charge for OnlyFans that's respectable but acceptable like ex you can accept it and other people should have to respect it because you're paying a, a premium for that um we've talked about how okay it would depend on my audience like if mm -hmm. I knew I had like a hundred people as soon as I make this page then I would charge like probably like 12 15 a month depending on what I'm doing on that page mm -hmm. right but if, I, if I'm starting now don't nobody know me from shit this page is made in my alter ego I'm not showing my face but I'm doing things okay um yeah. I probably started off for starters at like a eight ninety nine mm -hmm. type of deal type a month and build my my clientele. But I just exactly. feel like people are too eager and they think everything is very easy and the money should come. No, you have to have that base first, that fan base first. Yeah. And that's I absolutely agree. I agree with you mainly because a lot of people they see their competition that are already like legacy people on OnlyFans. I don't know if that's really a term for that, but like they were on OnlyFans before you got here and they have that clientele so they can pay, you know, they can charge those prices. And here mm -hmm. you come and you have like 14 photos and two videos and you're like, well, I'm gonna charge $19. And it's like, is your content better than everyone else's? And, you know, taking that aspect of like, you know, the content, let's just focus on the guy for a second. Like he's saying that, he could see her naked for six ninety nine. Do you feel like a lot of men aren't in the position to accept a woman who 
has that as like her entrepreneurship of OnlyFans and I just feel like how old are we? How old are yeah. we to be a grown man out here with a grown woman and be like, I want to be able to be like, I'm the only one that has seen this pussy, or I'm I'm the best man that has ever been able to witness this pussy and this ass wide open and nobody else should be able to see it. If that's the case, marry the bitch. And then she'll have no exactly. reason to have an OnlyFans. But if you're just talking to somebody and somebody has an OnlyFans, why do you feel like her body now becomes your things? Exactly. So I'm going I'm to I'm jump around to the talking points because a couple of weeks ago, um, uh, Mike was on here. Um, he was actually in your Zoom room. So when mm-hmm. you were doing like the room on Zoom and he had made yeah. a quote, which was, tell the truth so we're okay. So shout out to him for actually, you know, bringing that quote up. And I've literally written that down like six times. So the fact that he said, tell the truth so we're okay. Um, In mentioning that, and in terms of what you have going on with like OnlyFans and having a flock of hoes and things like that, uh, Mm -hmm. do you feel like you have to tell people that you're getting to know in anticipation to date that you even have an OnlyFans? Or is that something that you... If I really like somebody and I want it to be more than we're just going out to eat sometimes or um, I'm enjoying your wang sometimes mm-hmm. and I don't want them to be embarrassed if we out together and I'm meeting his people and he meet mine, then I'm going to tell you, yeah, I have an OnlyFans because I don't want at that function somebody pull you to the side and be like, hey, is this your girl's pussy? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. to initially when you meet somebody be on y'all first date or y'all first outing and be like so before I tell you my middle name let me let you know that I have only fans this is necessary yeah yeah and that's I feel the exact same way I just I feel like we some see things y'all can be I don't, play it soon. exactly yeah like some things just need to be left up to the imagination and that's definitely one of those um I'm gonna just get through the message as well so we'll just play it this is from a uh, master server he has two yeah, if you could just elaborate on what you're talking about. I just joined in real quick. Um, sounds interesting if I make comment after you get done. I'll be real with you. It just depends. Like, if you want me to honor you, we're trying to date or whatever. And everybody in the world know what you got going on. Mm-hmm. To me, I mean, that's a no for me. Um, I just have higher standards. I have morals. I don't want everybody knowing. Like the title says, I'd rather you leave it up to the imagination and you try to guess what she got going on than the whole world to know what she got going on. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I think he's probably leaving another voicemail because it seemed like he was about to like expound a little bit more. So I'm, I'm going to pose this question for the people who are listening. Hopefully you can drop voicemails as well. What if they were discreet about it? Like they weren't overtly out here like you know how some people their bio lincoln bio like this and this and this like what if they have like a an actual like thought out website like you know they would have to have like they would have to have like a separate page from like their main shit for me yeah but the crazy thing how the fans works is it's automatically attached to mm -hmm. your main uh followers your main so uh, pages of social media so unless you already have like your alter ego second page set up not saying that mm-hmm. I have all fans just saying and you have like the followers on there 
to go ahead and transfer to, hey, I have my OnlyFans and blatantly out in the open promote it because that's how you have to do it for OnlyFans. You have to promote it yourself. You have to market yourself on those platforms and not be, Mm -hmm. you know, ashamed of who sees, then you can't really have an OnlyFans with your regular shit. Yeah, but I guess what I'm asking is like, is there, and I hate using this term because it's going to sound disrespectful, is there a more upscale way of like uh, approaching like people about your content that they can go pay for without like screaming like OnlyFans linking about like that's how you have have prostitutes versus escorts there's always a better Mm -hmm. way all right y'all so as you know we use red circle Red Circle is a web-based platform, right? So they just introduced three tiers of their new plan program for podcasting. Because Greg and I were early users of Red Circle, we um, are secured in the free original plan. The Next plan that they have is the Red Circle Growth Plan. That's $9 a month, and it has different advanced features. You can try it for a free trial for seven days. And it has other features that come with it, different analytics. Then you have the Red Circle Pro Plan. That is $30 a month, more detailed analytics, and uh, video. So they can incorporate your YouTube channel for your video podcast and your audio to different platforms. And then you have the Red Circle Enterprise Plan, which does all of that, all of your networks. And you can have different people have a login for that same um, podcast. And I think in the pro plan, you can have uh, multiple people have a different login for that same podcast, right? So depending on what your podcast is, how big it is, find what plan helps you, meets your needs, and get to podcasting. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Yeah. So like, what would be like, that's what I'm asking, I guess, like, what is the best method of doing that? Could you like, say, for example, you, you post a photo, right? And it doesn't have to be you half naked or something like that. Like I just I'm just gonna play devil's advocate. You have a photo and you have people leaving you those comments that they, they normally leave you and they already want engagement from you. So you message them and you say, Hey, like, you know, I see that you're liking 47 of my photos. How about you go and you know, follow this like link. OnlyFans link or something like exactly instead of going that- and overtly saying I feel like that just it feels a little bit better and it feels a little bit more personable and then you end up better, having but the reality is unless your pictures is pulling that audience in a strong mm-hmm. way without being like hey guys here's my pussy click below then you're really not going to get those DMs and a lot of women don't have photos that's going to draw in that audience unless they put their pussy on live yeah, and, and that was what I was, like, getting to when it comes to that in particular. Like, we see, like, celebrities and models and even just, like, regular people who, I don't want to say they just look good, but, like, 
they will wear like skimpy outfits or they'll be like gym rats or something like that. And they'll have links in their bio of just like whatever their link is, but then it's a redirect to their OnlyFans. Like that's a loophole around that, that I don't want to say it looks classier, but it definitely gives an, it gives an impression like, yo, like I'm just not all, you know, only about my OnlyFans. But then you have on the flip side of that, you have a bunch of, you know, Instagram stories where it's just like you popping pussy and like you wearing like sheer oh, shit showing your nipple. You know what I mean? I am being Yeah. Like, like no lie. Like I looked at one and it was like, yo, like how can you get people to pay for it when you're showing it all already? And that's why, you know, the name of this like episode is like leaving nothing to the imagination. And we won't get to the men aspect of it in a second because there's a lot of like things that men do as well, which we, we don't leave to the imagination. But I guess my next little talking point is with that text message in particular, would he have been wrong to prefer to just pay her for her services and just been completely transactional? No, a lot of men are already paying women for their services. It's just not done in a disrespectful manner. Like if I, if I'm a woman, like most women today and I say, Hey, and I'm talking to Amanda. I know he wants get out. <laughs> get out. That's... What? <laughs> so, I'm. Oh, we don't have a voicemail, but I, I see what you're saying, Shane. But when <laughs> when it comes to it, it's like yo, like I, I would much rather as a guy go and do that and say you know what i'll go and ask the girl like yo i'm attracted to you blah 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 blah. i'm not gonna be like what's the price but at the same time i'm gonna be like oh like you know let me actually cut out the same before before this midget interrupted me if like women that be like yeah i know this guy wants to fuck me but i'm going to make him work for it meaning Mm -hmm. i'm going to make allude to the fact that i want to go out on a nice dinner I'm going to allude to the fact that I want to be taken to this nice place and I don't want to spend my money. That's a man. That's a woman knowing that a man wants something, knowing that he's willing to do these other things. Uh, FYI, pay for it. Dinner is paying for it. Being nice to you when he really wants to pull your hair from the back and leave is paying for it. Uh, Exactly. that he really doesn't want to buy you but he will because he can is paying for it it's mm-hmm. better than just like being like hey how much for a fuck fifty dollars all right i'm gonna leave it on the dresser thanks mm-hmm. and you wanna know, yeah and that's why i was concerned because i'm like okay like what if her response instead of oh my god you dick she would have said in response what her price was then he'd yeah. be it'd be pretty much it'd be flipped on him he's like oh shit like i wasn't expecting that and I feel like women now are more empowered as they should be. So like, you know what? Like, if he's going to put a price on it, I'm going to put a price on me. And let's see if he can match that shit. And usually like eight times out of 10, the guys won't because they're so shocked at the sticker price. Because it's, I don't want to say it's something outrageous, but guys pretty much, like if there was a price for pussy that guys would normally pay for, it'd be like 250 Because mind you, he said, I'm not spending two hundred dollars in three hours of my night right so i'm just going ballpark figure 250 like he thinks 200 250 dollars is enough to get the cheeks so if she told him no nah, i like to fuck it's gonna be 200 dollars. he'd be like oh no i can't do that so it's like wait so you don't want to pay 200 dollars to you know go to dinner and get to know me and sit with me for three hours 
you don't want to pay $200 to fuck. What is your price though? So I, I guess like to pose that question to like guys, even though there's not many in stereo right now, like that would be a good question. Like, oh, what is your negotiable price? Um, we'll come back to that maybe in another episode or something like that. I'll move on, you know, move right along. In terms of leaving nothing to the imagination, at what point do we all overshare and potentially scare off somebody who is intrigued by us? At what point? Mm-hmm. I don't know, because I usually scare them on the first day we meet. <laughs> and if they're not scared, I'm like, oh, you risky. I like this. Mm, but that's that's the thing don't you want to be a little scared like i don't want to like feel too comfortable around a fucking stranger like i want to be like you know what they might have a little ounce of crazy now that's just me personally this is what i like greg i like people who are very quiet and observant and i Mm -hmm. know they got the side because no matter what side i show them they still ready to write it out and i'm just like oh okay you can hang okay but i i don't know I don't like a man that's like super touchy feely when I first meet him, and like basically if if we can freeze the public right now, you would fuck me right here. Like that's mm-hmm. too much. Like give me some space. Let's create some um sexual tension and see if this is something that I also want. But people that be too much PDA and I don't know you, like back the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, like the, now, are you when you talk PT, like PDA? Are you talking like just in general, like relationship wise? Are you talking like oh, like, that's like somebody meets you, somebody meets you, they got your number. Now y'all gonna go out and do something or just meet up, and they already like touching you on your waist or too huggy, huggy or um like very feely, feely, and it's just like ew. Stop. Yeah, it's like you ain't never had pussy before, like. <laughs> What yeah. are we doing? Yeah. It's very dusty dick. Like, why are you so dusty dirty? dick? That is funny. Ugh. Dusty dick. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess last for my talking points, and then we can do like a listener break where people, you know, can, the people who are here can actually like either come up and they can answer questions, they can have their opinions on it, and then we can get back into it. So, for Shane, should you be attempting to date? With an active OnlyFans. Yeah. Dating is not recording. Like we're going out. Where I'm meeting his people. He meeting mine. He's sitting at my house. That's not that. Dating is like, mm-hmm. oh, he agreed to meet up at this place. And we're going to enjoy each other during this time. Or we mm-hmm. might not. Like, mm-hmm. I don't owe it if I'm dating you. I agree. I agree. Now... The reason why I had to ask, you know, that at the end, because again, another discussion that happened via Clubhouse, you, you know how I do. Guy posed a question, and I'll get into that when we get into like the listener break when, you know, we might have Gigi up. But the guy was like, if she is attempting to date me and she has an OnlyFans, I want a cut of that. To which I said, why do you need a cut of something that you have no participation in? And he's like, because people would know her when I'm out with her. So the least she could do is break bread with me. How does that work? I, I don't think that works. No, that's tacky. Yeah. 
and, and he went into like you know we'll get into that like in the the listener break and stuff like that so hopefully like if Gigi wants to come up if she doesn't I can ask those questions she can leave a voicemail because we want to talk like monetary and things like that so but yeah um Gigi if you want to come up feel free um because I have two questions for listeners that if you want to come up you're definitely allowed to but I'll start with you Shan so I've already asked you like how much would your OnlyFans cost and what services would you provide? Would it be feet photos? Would it be like, like what type of content would you have to create for an OnlyFans? I, if I, if my, if they, if... <laughs> Oh Lord. No! You've if already thought fans, this through. <laughs> listen, if OnlyFans accepted my two um, applications twice and not deny me, um, my content would have been uh, tit condiments. I'm sc- uh, wait a minute. Um, tit <laughs> tit condiments, where I would choose one of my titties and um, allow the audience to select what condiments from the refrigerator would like smothered upon them. Do you yeah. want to know what's funny? I have yet to see anybody do that. that really? And you, that's you, why you, they need me. That that might be a million dollar business. Now I'm sure, like women have probably like put whipped cream and shit. But it's like no, like let them select it's it though. Mustard like, Saturday. Mustard Saturday. I, I don't have an answer. Or did you want hot spicy? Like, come on. Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. So let me. And see I got and I got gumdrop nipples. It would've been all point. <laughs> what in the? F- I, I I honestly do not have an answer for that. Um, we, we have somebody <laughs> who wants to come up. So again, I have to look at people's bios and see if they do want to speak. Um, I I I've never seen this person to be completely honest. Um, and I I'd rather not be trolled. So. I yeah, so I will just maybe next week. Maybe next week. This will probably be a quick episode anyway. But um, I guess I asked the question. Maybe if Gigi wants to answer that, the question again was: How much would your only fan would your own OnlyFans cost, and what services would you provide? Clearly, Shan is she's for Mustard Saturdays, um, <laughs> which is crazy enough. But yeah, let's see. Gigi, you want to come up? JJ, Hi. can you guys? Hear me? My headset definitely did as soon as you're like, Gigi, come up. And I said, Oh, my bad. <laughs> so, so, introduce yourself to the people. Hi, everyone. I'm Gigi. Happy to be here. Check me out on Everything Culture. Make it Gigi. You'll learn more about me than you know, more than I even thought I was going to share. Be great. <laughs> Perfect. I hear that. I hear that. So, as you know, we are pretty much we're just doing the one and only episode of OnlyFans that we're ever going to do. Because uh, I just wanted to get this out of the way. Um, in you know the listener break, how much would your OnlyFans cost, and what services would you provide? Is it monthly? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I want to make sure is it do I get it like every month time they chime in or is it like monthly? So I would do um, 
I would do sixteen ninety nine a month. Mm. Uh, I would provide uh, foot photos as well as lingerie photos. Um, you mm. get booty shots with in different sceneries, um, as well as um, you can hear my voice behind like a like a little silhouette kind of thing. Like I can talk to you. I'll definitely use my voice in it as well. Mm. Okay. Okay, that, that's a great, that's a really good answer. Um, so I guess part two of this, and, you know, I don't think Shan knew this. I wrote it on a post-it note. So in terms of OnlyFans, um, you end up meeting a guy, you like this guy, but you're making significantly more money than him as a result of your OnlyFans. What mindset does, does that man have to be in to involve himself in a woman like you who's making more than him in a, well, on a platform such as OnlyFans? He has to be on my OnlyFans. Like, if he's not going to be on my OnlyFans or if he, like, purchased any of my lingerie that he would like to see me in on OnlyFans, um, maybe even pay for my toes, um, even the trips that I'll go on for the photos that I'll take for my booty shots for the different sceneries. Then we could mm. talk about maybe um, some benefits with monetary value. But if you're just there to provide me with words of affirmation... I could get that in an ad, my brother, for free. Mm. See, again, a great answer. Um, I would have to agree. Like, but again, Shannon, it's you first. Ladies first. Um, what was the question? Yes. <laughs> what mindset? What mindset does a man have to be in to involve himself with a woman who makes more than him through OnlyFans? So, ballpark figure, like you know. I have a friend who does OnlyFans, and she said last year she made 310K. That was in 2020. Um, and she was, again, on Clubhouse today talking about this, and she said that one of the guys that she was talking to knew that she had an OnlyFans. He only made 67K. And he was like a financial, what do you call it, like a fin financial advisor. And he was telling her all the things that she needed to do with her money, but he wanted to be included in the money that she was making. So... No. She, she posed the question of what mindset does a man have to be in to involve himself with a woman like her who makes more money than him using a platform like OnlyFans? Um, for me, I couldn't be with a man that made less money than me, especially the fact that I, I'm not with my kids' fathers. So you can even do the benefit of staying home with my kids because if you're not, if yeah. you're not, my children's fathers, you can't be home with my kids, so you can't even help me in that. So you have to, you have to be having at least like more property, more mm -hmm. real estate, more um, residual income, and you maybe work a job that pays you currently less than me, but as far mm -hmm. as like retirement, your retirement is set the fuck up. Like you have to be have a bigger benefit than what I have. Yeah. Yeah. And do you feel like um like giving less because the other person makes more? And this can I guess we can extend this to like regular relationships without OnlyFans and stuff like that. Do you feel like that is fair when you see somebody that makes more than you? Like, do you feel like you should be given less as a result of them making more? It depends on what our lifestyle is. I am not pro um, let's play house lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So if 
it comes to us like sharing our finances clearly we're married and I feel like in a relationship is going to balance itself somewhere there is no like my money your money oh it's not my lights that's going to be off it's your lights no we sharing the same motherfucking lights so as far as like who would I look for for emergencies more it's probably going to be him who would I look for for like um, tutoring? It's probably going to be him because I don't have that that uh, comfort in expenses like he would. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not going to do less on purpose because I know you have more. I think that's taking advantage. Okay. So that is a great answer, Gigi. How do you feel? Uh, I agree. I agree. But again, like for me, if you are trying to pour into me and I can see that you're investing in me, then I'll definitely find a way for us to make money. But if I'm doing all the work and you trying to micromanage in the back mm-hmm. and what you're doing is really not providing me with any type of benefit and now you want some money from it. No, mm-hmm. thank you. Sir. I mean, how about you start an OnlyFans? How about you do that and show me how to Mm-hmm. He gonna hit you for that. Let me be your manager. No, I don't exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I, I guess this is a part two, but it's like a subsidiary to it. Um, I'll phrase it like a like a question after. So, if you like, you know, you and a guy are dating, right? You make mm-hmm. that same three hundred and ten k. He makes that same sixty seven k. You want to live in the south, but he wants to live in California. Who gets to make that final decision? We both do. And I ain't got a problem with having multiple houses. Okay. Also, we also found if there's any children involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things. Yeah. And the reason why I asked that was because, like, that was the, the next argument. It went from uh, a money dynamic to a well, if you want to live here and they want to live there, like the person who makes the most should be making all the decisions. And I was like, I'm I'm not sure how that works in the grand scheme of like relationships. Um, But then again, I'm in in a different like scope uh, because I think the last like relationship was the wife and that was what started 2011. So it's it's weird to see people now, they kind of gauge their relationships according to like how much money one person makes compared no, to the other. some relationships are dictated the, depending on pussy grippage. That is true. Mm. That is and true. Because you can have all the money in the world, but if you're going to try to make your money dictate what decisions are made in this relationship, then I can take my grippericious punani elsewhere. If that is not on a fucking t-shirt this week, grippericious. <laughs> Jeez. Like Grip. it depends because he might be weak for the thing that speaks back. Yep. See, I'm telling you, Shane gonna end up having that fucking <laughs> that mustard Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yo! What are you about to say? Um. Did you... <laughs> I don't know. Like this, you know, Thursdays. Yeah. But I mean, this no was meant not the grape coupon. You 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 must be stopped. Both of y'all need to be stopped. Both of y'all must be stopped. So 
I, I guess to conclude, like this was supposed to be a really like quick one. Like I was trying to knock this out in like 45 minutes. I'm surprised we got this far. Um, we'll obviously have more on Saturday. I'll have more fleshed out thoughts about another docket. Um, I actually want to kind of combine like that questioning with the OnlyFans thing because, you know, like OnlyFans is like, I don't understand why it's such a big deal for a woman to kind of like finance herself by showing her body, especially when you have actual careers that are based on the same thing, like modeling and things like that. But I guess when it comes to OnlyFans, it has like that stigma of like, it can only be used for nudes. And it's like, no, you can actually use it for its original like platform or you can use it however the fuck you want. I know musicians who have OnlyFans and I know like men who have OnlyFans, but for some reason it's synonymous now with like women and nudes. So I don't understand why it's like a big deal, but whatever. Um, it's a big deal great we know that because of the panorama happened and you know strip clubs had to shut down escorts had to find a way to make things work and only fans was an avenue for that to happen mm-hmm. but that's like you would think it would be like praised more than it is hated because it's like yo like you have that access to that you actually have more access to that person than you did before when you went to the strip club and you got that that five minutes of attention it's like, you know what, like, they're now responding to you. They, they may or may not know you by first name. Um, and then you get to see that person without having to go and, like, park and stand in the line. Like, you feel like there's some sort of, like, intimacy there when it comes to OnlyFans. Well, I don't say intimacy because that's not true. But you know what I mean? Like, you have a more personalized relationship with said person. So I don't understand why it's, like, looked at and frowned upon, like, bad. But I, maybe it's just people who hate that, like, particular thing. But whatever um and i'm sorry i got some one more thing to say like i don't mm-hmm. agree with it cause I definitely understand where you're coming from but we've also found like say that someone was dating a stripper or escort right that they know that their work is over there and then they come home but like with only fans like something that i've seen allegedly heard not experience of my own people um was that like you can take whatever you got only fans that you paid for you can send it in the chat and it can like keep traveling so like even though that it's something that you've paid for it's still something that still can like easily go viral people that you know are knowing it knowing about it which then mm-hmm. puts you in a different way like you know like if i knew my woman was a strip club strip club over there you can go see her but you know what i'm saying after five o'clock she's not there on only fans yeah. three o'clock o'clock one o'clock 12 p.m what's up yeah and like with that, like I mentioned this in an episode with Shan before about how they should watermark according to the person who's receiving the news. So say, for example, you know how you can watermark images anyway. So there should be some type of platform within OnlyFans where if you get sent something, it automatically has like your username marked on it. So whenever like you do decide to expose that person or you share that shit, your name and username is also shared. That way it's easier to track whenever, you know, somebody does get exposed like hey by the way it was you know x1234 who sent that and then you can go and figure out oh well there's multiple people doing it here their usernames ban them and then you know report them to the law enforcement that that's just my like bold idea about it i don't know why that hasn't been done before with OnlyFans. it definitely works with porn and like x videos and shit like that but so be it mm-hmm. do we have any report talk he send out my titties to the to the team. My titties yeah. with the, out there with the team. Who's and police report. That's on the police report. I mean, he said 
reported. Yeah, yeah. Like he he sent the tits. He he sent the mustard Saturdays. He he sent those to all his homeboys with with the mustard, the oh, the yellow man, mustard. Like this is the thing. Like when I send out my nudes, I know the man that I'm sending those nudes to. Mm-hmm. He gonna love them, and because he wants them in yep. motion, he gonna keep it to himself. But I know my titties is out there floating, being somebody's wet dream, and I'm okay with that. And when they come mm-hmm. back to bite at 82 years old, and my grandchildren show me, I'm like, uh huh. Oh no, <laughs> I like it. What? Oh lord, some titties. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> So, we're we're going to close out the show. Shan is actually going to close out and let you guys know for if you didn't listen to the show live earlier, she can tell you everything, you know, including the social medias and all that. Gigi, again, thank you for joining us for the last, you know, the second leg of the show, as usual. Uh, You can start by saying where you can find you on social media, your shows and things of that nature. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much, Shannon and Greg, for having me on this show. I always have a great time. Um, everyone, if you would like to follow me and find me on Twitter, um, you can find me at GCarly7, and that's G-Q-A-R-L-Y, and the number seven. While you're following me, you're going to see all the great things that I'm into, and as you support me, I will support you. Facts. This has been another good one. Lime out stereo. Yeah. Um, we appreciate it. I'm Sham from She Gets a Podcast. That's Greg from Young Black and Bothered. We come here on Stereo to give you a show called Loud Mouth, and you are welcome. Um, anything that we talked about tonight will be on the actual podcast. Okay, probably by Friday, knowing my ass. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate y'all. Please don't forget to come through for the October 23rd Saturday show at 9.30. There will be a docket. I'm mm-hmm. just sure who's supposed to pop up, should pop up. Um, if you're showing what you show on the internet, don't be in your feelings about who gets it, how they get it, what they saw, what they seen. Be confident. Be proud of it. Uh, don't lie and if you're honest to the person that you want more from and then they don't take it how they're supposed to take it on the receiving end then that's okay because they can't hold shit on you later and be like you ain't tell me you were dishonest you was misleading I thought you were this type of woman no I'm gonna tell you what type of woman I am if I want more but if I don't want more and we just enjoying this steak and then later on, I'm going to enjoy your meat, possibly, and not talk to you again. Keep your feelings at home. I'm just saying. Keep your feelings at home. And if you want to find us, hashtag Loudmouth Stereo on the internet. You'll find us. Loudmouth Stereo Shop is where you can get your merch. Um, you can find Greg on IG if he wants you to. And you can find me at <laughs> She Gets It Pod um, and on Twitter at She Gets It Pod. Either way, we'll be back Saturday with another motherfucking show for y'all. I appreciate exactly. y'all. Thank you, Thank Gigi. You. Thank you. Yes. 
So until Mustard Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you. Hey! <laughs> the great poop. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Let me get them smothered breasts. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>